as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where naturals are the healing modalities of choice. With the 24-7-365 Talk Radio signal heard worldwide, America Out Loud Talk Radio is now heard in your car, home, office, smartphone, tablets, any device. The entire platform has been built from the ground up with great thought and enthusiasm and a vision that stretches far into the future. Welcome, I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. I have a wonderful show for you today, and as always, I'm going to encourage you that no matter what your situation right now, a strong mind and a strong body are your powerful resources. I'm here to help equip and encourage you with health tools and tips that create and maintain strong minds and strong bodies to keep you grounded and flourishing in this hectic, crazy world. Each week I share a new health tip with you, something you can utilize, something you can share with others, something that can build strong, healthy lifestyles, and these tips are practical and easy to implement. So let's get right to it. It's time to empower you with today's health tip because, after all, knowledge is power. Today we are going to continue the Mama Bear series by discussing powerful tool that's used by mamas all over the world to help assess their children's health. It's not as common in the U.S. though. It's called iridology. Now iridology is the practice of studying the iris, um, the part of the, well actually the whole eye, patterns, colors, everything about the eye to determine information about the person as a whole and individual things about that person. So have you heard the windows, the eyes to the soul? Well, in this case, an accurate saying would be the eyes are a roadmap of the body. Using simple flashlight and a good magnifying glass, we can all learn quite a bit about strong and weak areas of our bodies. It's painless and effective, and it, it helps determine what areas might need attention. And this is especially helpful when a young child cannot necessarily tell you what's going on in their body, what might be hurting, what might be feeling bad, or maybe where they might be deficient before they even know. So the iris is actually an extension of the brain. Um, it's like mirroring. It mirrors many nerve endings that connect to every organ and tissue of the body by way of the nervous system. So iridology basically maps those regions of the iris and the tissues and the organs of the body. And by looking at the different colors, nerve rings, discolorations, one can actually analyze the body's health and the body's needs. So iridology can be a way of detecting signs and develop, of developing illness or disease even at the early stage before clinical indi- indicators or physical symptoms have come up. So here are some things specifically that you can tell through analyzing the eye. Inflammation in the body, vitamin deficiencies, stress, um, strength or weakness of any given part of the body, how well um, the internal structures structures are functioning, um, their digestion, 
and even unexplained symptoms and where they may or originate in the body that you can't really tell. So here's a brief history of iridology, just so you can become a little more familiar with it. So some believe that iridology emerged in Egypt, um, India, and China over 3,000 years ago. Documentation shows that iridology is generally credited to Dr. Ignaz von Peskley. As a child, in 1837, he received a slingshot for his 10th birthday. He actually shot an owl with it, and he broke its wing. He was really remorseful uh, for injuring the owl, and he, he gathered it up, and he decided he wanted to nurse it back to health. And during the time, he noticed changes in the bird's eye as it healed. So he was really curious about this, and he began noting eyes and corresponding changes in people. Then he developed the first known iridology chart. Now, about the same time, uh, someone, a Swedish clergyman named Nil Lindquist, uh, he was often in poor health, and he observed increasing accumulations of brown spots in his eyes, which he noted corresponded to vaccination and continual use of medications. He too became very interested in the eyes and what they could tell us about the body. And he developed an iridology chart from his own experience and then others' experiences too. So by the 1880s, both of these two uh, men had made these charts and they looked very similar to each other, even though the two had never met, which I thought was fascinating. So, you know, the fact that they were so similar sparked interest by other physicians of the time, and they continued to study iridology as a means of analyzing and assessing health. Uh, there was a, a doctor named John Arnold, and he was the founder of World Iridology Fellowship. He was actually the main force in changing the term, they, they called it an iridology diagnosis. He changed it to iris analysis, which really more accurately reflects the meaning of analyzing conditions within rather than diagnosing specific diseases. And in 1929, Dr. Bernard Jensen began to work on iridology. He is definitely, in my mind, the, the father of like modern iridology. Um, and he did this most of his life. For like 70 years, he worked on iridology. In addition to being the founder of Hidden Valley Ranch, Dr. Jensen is responsible for one of the most comprehensive charts today and an incre incredible work, wonderful books. And he is who I studied uh, extensively when I learned iridology. So why does this work? Why can you tell so much in the eye about the entire body? So when we're forming in the in the mother's womb, the heart and brain and nerves can be seen right away. So the brain and the nervous system, off of which everything else buds, arms, legs, colon, bones, etc., um, can be seen. So the brain and the nervous system, you can see that little heart. The iris begins forming by the sixth week of pregnancy and is an extension of the nervous system throughout the entire body. It records nerve impulses and reflects the state of other body systems through changes in fibers and in colors. <laughs> really, really cool. So I'm going to give you just a few 
basics of iridology. I mean, it's a whole study. There are people who are that they go to school for many, many years to learn how to be iridologists. And I'm going to give you some working tools. Everyone can do this. It's just a matter of looking and knowing what you're looking for. So some of the basics are, there are two true eye colors, brown and blue. And yellow is actually, uh, yellow, orange, these can all be um, linked to other things. Even green is actually yellow over blue, and we'll talk about some of that. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about structure of the eye, and I'm going to give you this background so you'll understand it when I say look for you know this or look for that in someone's eye, and it can help you analyze what's going on. So structure is really cool. Now, if you think about it, now those nerves, 65% of all of the nerves in the brain literally travel through the eyes. The nerve bundles go from the brain through the eyes to the optic nerve or optic thalami down the spinal cord to specific organs and tissues and back to the spine and the brain and the eyes on a continuous loop. Now, if there's a disorder, inflammation, pinched nerve, pain, etc., it's going to show up in the eye tissue where those nerve endings are in the part of the body that's having the problem. It's going to show it in the eye. Uh, and when you look at the eye, the constitution of the eye can be told. It's actually the constitution of someone's body is, is what you're really looking at. So I'm going to talk about constitution. So when I say constitution, it's kind of how how things are set you're, you're born with a type of constitution in your body it doesn't it doesn't change even though your eye can change and your health can change even your dna can change but your constitution is your constitution you can make it a little stronger it can become a little weaker but it's pretty much the same kind of think of it like wood there's oak wood and then there's pine it it Oak can't change to pine, pine can't change to oak, but different things can happen to those woods along the way. So I'm not sure if that's the best analogy, but stick with me. Um, so a strong constitution like oak, it's very strong. And in the eye, you can see this is in the colored part of the eye, the iris, lots of tightly packed straight fibers. This indicates a very strong, healthy constitution. Now, the tight fibers that are closely packed together, it also relates to how people handle illness. Your uh, strong constitution with the tightly packed fibers also generally means that the person is strong against illness. They don't get ill very often. They hold their nutrients well, and they have pretty stable, organized personality. Often there's a general need to detox because they hold on so tightly that they often hold on to toxins. Now, a weak constitution doesn't mean the person's weak. It just means their constitution is, is like a different type of wood, maybe a balsa or a pine. And in the iris, the fibers are loose and spread out, almost like daisy chains. Now, the separation of the fibers indicates a more weakened area. They may not hold on to nutrients as, as well, may tend to get ill a little easier more often. These people just need to know that their bodies may need constant building and their systems need to be constantly and regularly uh, encouraged and 
come alongside and, you know, getting good sunshine and getting good sleep, they may need that a little bit more. And, and we all know people in the family, well, this person hardly ever gets sick and this person kind of picks up everything. It's, it's just our constitution <laughs> is the best way to put it. And uniquely enough, now when I, when I read this and when I learned this many years ago, I was a little skeptical. So you may be too, but do your own research. Um, in most cases, this type of constitution that I'm talking about, the fibers in the iris of the eye relate to personality traits as well. So stick with me here. I know I'm going out on a limb, but the tight fibers in the iris, layered, hardly any looseness between them, are usually people who are more organized, sometimes a little more tense. I mean, some of these are, are very positive attributes, but they can also be negative attributes too in both um, constitutions. Um, they tend to be very analytical um, <clears throat> and maybe uh, maybe a little less social sometimes. So, And then those with um, the constitution where the fibers are loosely spread out they may be more outgoing. They may be more creative, um, sometimes more sensitive. I just want, just knowing this information, I'd like you to look at different people's eyes that you know well and compare that to their personality. When I did this, every single time it was accurate. Blew me away. So anyway, I want you to look at that too. So I'm, I'm going to go on um, and share with you different things that you can see in the eye that can give you clues to what's going on in the body. And this is priceless when um, using it as a tool for your children because they can't always tell you what's going on. They don't always know. Uh, and I'll give you an example. One time I had a, a little girl... Her family brought or brought her to me, and she was having trouble, lots of trouble. She was a lot of bedwetting, um, very irritable, and we tried a lot of different things. They tried a lot of different things. They were super, super patient with her, but they were losing losing uh, a little bit of patience. And we did a few things, and then I, I felt I needed to look in her eyes. And when she agreed, I just took this little lens. It's it doesn't hurt. It, it's it's easy. And this is one of the wonderful things about iridology. It's easy to use. It's inexpensive, um, and it doesn't hurt. And it's very accurate. So I look in her eye with the lens and a little light on the side. She had beautiful, beautiful blue eyes. But I noticed that in an area of her eye, and I use a chart that gives me an idea of mapping of like what nerve endings go to what part of the eye um with one of her ears with her right ear it was there was a lacuna and i'm going to share with you what that means um in that area of her eye and i thought what is going on with this little girl's ear so i immediately used an otoscope and i looked in her right ear and sure enough she had a full-blown ear infection she'd not complained at all about her ear hurting she wasn't rubbing, it wasn't red, but when I looked in there, sure enough, big old ear infection. And when we did natural things, of course, to clear up the ear infection, all those other things that were going on 
they were eliminated. She stopped waiting in bed. She was doing so much better. She's better in school. But I, I wouldn't have known necessarily that she'd had an ear infection because she hadn't complained about any of these symptoms. And she was old enough to share it with us. She was eight or nine. So that's just one example of the eye telling, telling what's going on in the body where it would be an area that we would have never had suspected before. I'm going to give you lots more of those examples when we return from our break. I want to thank one of our sponsors, um, Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students. And you can learn more about them at energetichealthinstitute.org. You can learn so much about holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. You can join the EHI family and make tomorrow amazing at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Org. And you can find out more about um, my show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu bar at americaoutloud.news under our shows and schedule, and you can be in the know. We'll be right back. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio on America Out Loud. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt. We're talking about iridology. This is such an amazing tool when you know how to use it. It becomes such a, a great, easy inexpensive way to monitor health and to also see what the body needs. So um, I just want to also let you guys know that um, all of our shows, all of the Looking for Healing shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. 
So if you want to share it, or if you didn't get to listen to all of it, you can always go back and hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcasts, and so many more. You can be sure to subscribe to our show. You can rate the show as well on Apple Podcasts. And we also have apps um, where we stream 24-7 on apps, and the apps are free, and our mission is priceless. So back to iridology. It becomes such a valuable tool when you know how to use it. So I'm going to do my best to describe ways to look in the eye and know what's going on. I'm going to describe a few more um, parts of the eye and what to look for. Now the iris um, is the colored part. The pupil is the black circle in the center. And then the sclera is the white part. So in those fibers of the constitution I was talking about, there it's like the radial structure of the eye. It's really, really quite beautiful. And all eyes look so different. Everyone's very, very unique. And within those pretty velvety hemp-like fibers, if you see white, very white fibers, it can indicate inflammation. It can also indicate inflammation and healing. So sometimes inflammation is needed for healing to take place. Um, and there can also be spots on the eyes in various shades and different colors. And they often relate to accumulation of toxins. And I'm going to go into those a little bit, um, a little bit more as we go along about what colors, you know, indicate what's going on. So I want to talk right now about the colorette. Now this is the area closest to the pupil in the iris in the colored part and the colorette marks a unique union between the two arms of the autonomic nervous system and all other organs and glands and tissues in the body the colorette tells us many things about the colon and the nervous system if it is light or even white in color it can show um, structural inflammation and irritability so we're looking at placement and appearance, quality and shape of the collarette. So the collarette's just after the black pupil. It's the part that lays right against that in the map of the eye. So if a, a normal collarette would be placed approximately one third the distance between the pupil and the outside edge of the iris. If it's closer, if it's very, very close to the pupil, and you could see it, it's like a little circle um, that goes around the pupil. If it's very, very close, this can often indicate constipation and tension. This usually is a tendency with people, um, and it can change slightly, you know, back and forth. Um, and if the if the colorette is farther away, this means loose bowels and potentially poor absorption. And if it's irregular shaped, this can indicate GI issues. Um, anything from uh, poor absorption, uh, even candida or uh, celiac. So that's the colorette. You want it to be about a third the distance between the pupil and the outside edge of the iris. All the way around, pretty even. That's a very healthy, healthy um, digestive system. So I mentioned something called a lacuna. Now, a lacuna is a split in those beautiful fibers of the iris. 
usually in the shape somewhat like an oval. Um, some are open and some are closed. Now, lacunas are not just openings in the surface of the eye. Now, remember, 65% of all of our nerves in the brain travel through the eyes. Those nerve bundles go from the brain, through the eyes, the optic nerve, down the spinal cord, all organs and tissues, and back to the spine, the brain, the eyes. Continuous loop, remember? So when there's a weakened part of the body, a lacuna can form in the eye that corresponds to that part of the body that's weakened. Very interesting. So if the lacuna is closed, it's generally considered an inherited weakness. It's something that you're born with. Doesn't mean you'll always struggle with it, but it's an inherited tendency towards that weakness. Now, if the if it's open on one end, it's an acquired weakness. It's something that has happened in your life based on environment or what you choose to eat or don't eat or sleep or etc. So I'll give you one example of a lacuna and, and actually a personal story. So the lacuna, if there's something, if, if there's something um, like on the thyroid region, region of the eye, and I'm going to give you some resources of where to find these eye maps. So you'll know all the different parts of the body that res- that uh, correspond to different places in the eye. So we're going to talk about the thyroid region, just for an example. It's approximately nine and three o'clock, if you think of the eye like a clock. On the left eye, it's at the nine o'clock, and on the right eye, it's at three o'clock. And it's, um, is that right? Did I say that right? <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now as I'm looking. Um, it's it's towards the center, um, near the nose, near the bridge of the nose. Um, and that would, if there was a lacuna right there on either side, or both sides, it would indicate that the thyroid gland is weak. Now, definitely can't tell me what the TSH numbers are um, or the details of the hormone levels, but just says there's something going on right there in the thyroid and to look at it. So here's my personal story. Uh, One of my sons, my youngest, he often craved things like seaweed. He loved seaweed, these seaweed crackers and sushi and different things like he loved seaweed. And he would say, oh, I'm I, I want to get seaweed, you know, roasted seaweed. And we thought, oh, isn't that cute? He really likes that. But it wasn't necessarily cute. It was a deficiency. And I caught on, I caught on pretty quick. And I looked at his eyes. And every time he said that, that where he wanted that for a snack, that nine and three o'clock position um, in the eye towards the bridge of the nose had a dark shadow cast over it when ordinarily it wasn't like that. So that was telling me his thyroid was stressed. And I didn't go into an actual lacuna because we didn't allow it to be stressed for very long. But if we did allow it to go stressed for long, then the break in those fibers would occur. What's beautiful, beautiful about this is that if there is an open-ended lacuna and you nourish that body system that needs it, it will, the fibers will go back to normal and the lacuna can disappear. It's amazing. Just like that shadow that was cast on in his eye when he would get enough iodine in his body, and sometimes he would supplement with iodine too, whether it was on his skin or in some water and he would drink it. Uh, when he would get enough, then that shadow would eliminate. He would not crave seaweed anymore. So 
Sometimes cravings can be a sign that your body has deficiency. And one way to find out is to look in the eye and then you can know a little bit more. So that's, that's my personal story with him. And now, you know, I would tell him what I was doing and he could look for himself. One of the beautiful things about this is you can definitely teach your children to do this for themselves. They can know when they're in this case, in my youngest son's case, when his thyroid didn't have enough iodine there'd be a shadow cast there and he would understand why his body was doing what it was doing or why he was tired. Um, and when he got enough, then he felt great. The shadow eliminated and he can monitor his own healing. So let's go into another topic, um, with the eye and this is pigmentation, um, hyperpigmentation. This is a color other than the natural color of the eye. So there's either blue or brown eyes and then there's a variety of other colors that can happen um, now it, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong uh, if there's other colors but I'm going to share with you what I know about other colors in the eye this was one of the most incredible things that I learned about colors in the eye the hypothalamus is part of the body that releases neuropeptides based on our emotions, what we're feeling and experiencing. There's 272 different ones that have been identified. There's probably more. So when the hypothalamus releases these neuropeptides based on our emotions, whatever we happen to be feeling at that moment, and it mixes in the body with toxins. Now we're exposed to toxins every day, you guys. It's just the way it is. We don't see them. They, we don't often smell them or feel them, but there are toxins and our body is constantly trying to balance and eliminate those toxins. And when those neuropeptides from the hypothalamus release from our emotions mix with just normal pollution, daily pollution, chemicals, whatever, the body makes a chemical reaction that changes the color of the toxin and that toxin can make a deposit in the eye. Oh, it's amazing. So we can tell what type of overwhelming emotion a person has experienced based on the color pigmentation deposits in the eyes. Now, it also tells what toxins they've been, they've been um, exposed to, or if they have not been exposed to many toxins at all. So here's one. So people who have a tendency to be concerned, um, that tendency to worry, then maybe not overly worried, but that's just their personality. It creates yellow color. It affects the adrenals. Um, a dark orange can be if there's been a, a very struggling, sad, a long extended journey in someone's life where, you know, they, there may be a lack of, of joy. Um, and when those neuropeptides mix with the toxins in our body, you see these dark orange spots um, and this can mean uh, effective on the adrenals, the pancreas, and, and blood sugar. It's almost always related to blood sugar too, um, the struggles with blood sugar balance. Uh, let's see. Well, you know, I do want to just mention that chemical deposits happen through medications as well um, and fertilizers or things sprayed or through water or through air. Um, so... It, we can't avoid them, but we can certainly learn to detox and, and to learn to live with them and then also know in our eye what's going on. 
Um, another color is dark brown pigment pigments, and this can indicate uh, liver uh, toxins in the liver being uh, deposited, and along with the emotion of anger. I mean, I guess we've all experienced right being angry about something, but the neuropeptide from anger mixed with toxins shows dark brown. Also, heavy antibiotic use can show dark brown pigments in the eye too. So it's not always it's not always anger. So um, let's see what else can I share. Uh, red um, or reddish pigments can also mean a predisposition to liver issues, pancreas disorders, um, and let's see. There's some more. Oh, I know what I want to share with you. So remember the. Um, the colorette that I was talking that goes right around the pupil. When color is really concentrated closely to the pupil around that colorette, it tends to be someone who's holding in their emotions, um, tends to be a more introverted person. <clears throat> and when those pigmentations are further out in the iris, in the eye, that person tends to be um, more of an extrovert and someone that shares their emotions. This this was actually a study done at Harvard Med School. I believe it was in the late 60s. You can look it up, but this was um, a study in iridology, and they discovered this, that the colors, where the colors are deposited in the eye, also reflects the personality of the person. Very interesting. So let's move on to the pupil. The pupil... Um, it tells a lot about about something about people and their and their health. So when when my children would have a head injury, this happens. I have boys. I raised boys. <clears throat> when there was an injury, uh, and they hit their head, I would immediately look at their pupils. If there was a different size in them, there's cerebral suffering on the inside, and it would, um, I you know, was concerned about brain damage and I would watch their pupils to see if there was a concussion and actually one of my children did get a concussion and one of his pupils stayed wide open the other one was moving naturally then we had to monitor him carefully and he healed beautifully by the way but um but we did know oh he's got a concussion I knew immediately because one of his pupils was wide open and the other one was moving naturally right after a, a head injury um so that's definitely something to look at the pupil. Now, I often say look at your pupil to tell if your adrenals are burnt out. And so that's definitely something I want to share with you. I've talked about a self-test, adrenal self-test. You can do this. You can look at your children. You can see if they're if they're in desperate need of more sleep, desperate need of more nourishment. If they're stressed, you know, sometimes they hold it in and they're stressed. They're not telling you. So and that can lead to all kinds of other issues. So look at your child's eyes, look at your spouses, look at your friends, you know, help each other. And if that pupil, the black part, is steady, in steady light, like not moving, it's solid. Your adrenal glands are doing great. But if the pupil is moving, pulsing back and forth, then there's an issue with the adrenals. So as you know, and when you go to sunlight, your pupils get smaller. And when you go to dark room, they get bigger. But in steady light, they should hold still. They shouldn't be trying to find their balance. But if they are trying to find their balance, pulsing back and forth and back and forth, then you know 
then there's something going on with the adrenals. And there's lots of ways to help the adrenal glands. One of my favorite ways is to um, simply get more sleep, get a, get a good night's sleep. Another way is to get good uh, complex B vitamins. And my favorite way is B pollen. Um, that's a good way to do that. And there are a couple really good adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha and rhodiola. Those are my favorite adaptogenic herbs and they can come in tinctures, uh, liquid um, I like to use for kiddos and um, they can come in capsules for adults. So that's definitely something to look for in the pupil and you can teach your kids this and you can also teach that when the pupil holds still, they've monitored their own healing. It's such a powerful tool. Well, we're going to take our second break um, and thank uh, another one of our sponsors, Global Healing. They are amazing. You can definitely feel the difference integrity and love for medicine making can make when you can discover the medicine that God intended for us all. And you can do that at Global Healing. You can also go to americaoutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD and get a 15% discount um, on Global Healing and all the incredible deals from all of our wonderful America Out Loud sponsors. Uh, we'll be right back and we're going to talk about some more tips on ways to see what's going on in the eye and how it is a window to um, health and healing in the body. We'll be right back. voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news, a place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel and be our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them. From improving immune health, regulating hormone balance, supporting gut health, to soothing the skin, even reducing the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, and cellulite, and providing targeted support for mind, mood, energy, and even our body's own production of collagen. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in becoming your best self and fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. 
Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt. We have been talking about iridology as a very effective tool for everyone, but specifically parents and helping their children stay well and helping to teach them how to monitor their own health and healing. So I wanted to um, mention also Monday through Friday, we have shows on Looking for Healing Talk Radio. Monday, you've got the amazing Dr. Brian Artis as your host. Tuesday, the lovely Nicola Burnett is your host. Wednesday, with the incredible Dr. Henry Ely as your host. And Thursday, you all have me, Dr. Jana Schmidt, as your host. And on Friday at 11 a.m., we all come together to discuss current health topics. And sometimes we get off topic. (laughs) And we also take questions from you. You can submit your questions for us to discuss on our Friday talk show. You can go to americaoutloud.news under our show. And you can see Looking for Healing um, there under shows. And you can submit health questions for us to discuss. We really love your questions. And we love your comments too. We love it when you give us um, just like, hey, I love that show. Or, or we'd love to hear a show about, you know, and just whatever topic you guys want us to talk about. So, so thank you. Thank you for the feedback. We really love it. We read every single one of them. We can't always get to everyone on air, but I tell you, we read every single one of your your um, emails. So thank you so much. Well, let's get back to iridology. I wanted to mention one thing about the pupil. We were talking about the pupil and noticing if it pulses, but I wanted to say that of those really pretty fibers and the colors of the eye, if a fiber um, in the colorette right around the pupil crosses into the pupil um, it reveals that the nervous system is very unstable so I wanted just to mention that it's very rare that it does that but I felt like you should know so let's talk about the sclera this is the white part of the eye I don't know if you've ever seen anybody with yellow eyes instead of white in their eyes this is this is means that there is a an ongoing issue, I mean, with their liver, um, uh, liver congestion, liver disease, there's something going on with the liver, the body's not disposing of, um, of the toxins from the liver well. So um, there's that. And there's lots of great ways to detox the liver. That's another show. <laughs> um, uh, and reddened, if the sclera, sclera is reddened, this is often uh considered to be related to pink eye or congestion and sometimes hypertension. If it's light blue or bluish sclera, this is something that's going on in the bones. Um, they could also have rheumatic issues um, and maybe even osteoporosis. Obviously, this isn't going to be something you'll generally see in children, but just wanted you to know that. And then we talked about brown. Brown spots anywhere is generally a liver toxin overload and even children should have a good liver detox. Dandelion is one of my favorites for all ages. Dandelion, dandelion tea, dandelion juicing dandelion. It's such a, a gentle uh, help to detox our liver. Um, and if there's prominent whitish layer, kind of like a mucus, um, 
it's more of a hazy, uh, I would say probably, I would say a different color, not, not the same white as the sclera should be, uh, maybe a cream color or gray, then that uh, relates to stomach disorders. And if there's lots of blood vessels, sometimes we see blood vessels like look like they're burst in the eye. It could be damaged, like physical damage to the sclera, but if the whites of the eye have a lot of um, red blood vessels, it could have a sign that there's a tendency towards the allergy or food sensitivity, perhaps an airborne allergen like dust mites or smoke, and it might be good to start looking at the environment and and the diet as well to see if there's something going on there. Um, now I'm going to digress for just a moment. This doesn't have anything to do with children, but I feel like I feel like it's important to share, um, and it's seen in the eye more in older people, and it's called a cholesterol ring or sodium ring. Another word for it is arcus senilis. It's a frosted white circle that can be seen all the way around the perimeter of the eye. It often signifies that the person has elevated uh, cholesterol levels beyond normal, um, and that, and then also could be a genetic sign um, of risk of heart disease. Now, this is just potential, so don't don't take this at my word, but just something to look into. Um, and I've also seen where it can um, indicate that there may be a sign of um, uh, some dementia of some sort as well. So I won't say just elevated cholesterol levels because I think that even diminished cholesterol levels have, I've seen this white ring around the edge of the eye. Um, that's something's going on with cholesterol, something's going on potentially with, um, with the brain, with cognitive function, and then also look at the heart. So I just wanted to digress on that just because I thought it was important for everybody to know. So let's see, what else oh, should we talk about? Probably um, something that's called the lymphatic rosary. Now, lymphatic is a system in the body that needs to be moved. It does The lymph in our body doesn't move unless we move. So definitely keep your kiddos moving. Keep yourself moving. Lymph is so important as one of the, the um, crucial parts of our immune system. So there's lymph glands all over our bodies. We know like sometimes when we get sick, we feel under our throat for those lymph nodes, like, oh, are they swollen? And they're, they're doing their job. They're making more lymph. They're trying to help crank out some white blood cells to take on whatever our bodies are fighting for the, for that particular moment. So you can see some things in the eye and, uh, in relation to this. So something called lymphatic rosary consists of small beads of white or cream spheres like rosary beads or a string of pearls that can appear around the perimeter of the iris. This points to a very sluggish lymphatic system and a sign that your immune system may need a little nudge with some movement, some stretching, qigong, yoga, whatever sort of stretching, get that get that lymph moving. Massage is also a great way to move lymphatic system. Um, vitamin C, garlic, echinacea, these all are amazing for the for the lymphatic system. And that lymphatic rosary I'm talking about that looks like small beads around the edge of the eye, like a string of pearls. Um, can also show that someone is having trouble digesting dairy. Now, I don't know if you remember this or not, but 
everyone is lactose intolerant after the age of three. We all have difficulty digesting dairy, but some people who eat a lot of dairy and have a lot of trouble will develop this um, these beads around the edge of their eye or well, tiny. They look really small. Um, so um, remember that we can't digest dairy. It's designed for um, nursing babies, milk. Uh, but a digestive enzyme can definitely help reduce, minimize the amount of dairy that you do eat. And I mean like cheese, ice cream, all of that. Um, maybe choose alternatives like things made with nuts or nut milk. Um, and goat's milk is easier to digest than cow's milk for us, but and for children as well. And you can get more calcium from a bowl of spinach salad than you can from a glass of milk. So um, remember that um, you don't need as much dairy as you think you might. Uh, but you can also take a digestive enzyme that has lactase to digest the lactose, um, and that will help. So I wanted to share um, just a couple of other like resources with you so you can continue to learn more about iridology um, and how, how to use it. I know that I went very quickly and there's so much to know. Um, I will give you one uh, little personal, another personal story. Uh, I actually broke my ankle um, as a young adult and I looked in my eye and I saw where um, that, that nerve ending on the map, the iridology map of my eye, I saw a, a, an open lacuna, open, uh, break in the fibers. And as my leg healed, as my ankle healed, so did that, that open fiber. Now there's still a slight shadow there that says that it happened, but it doesn't look like it's, you know, an active problem. So it's interesting that things that have happened in your life sometimes leave a scar on your eye, whether it's a car accident or, you know, broken bone or a C-section. I've seen the C-section scars, um, uh, shadows left in where someone in someone's eye right there in that section. So it was very, very interesting. You can sort of see what's happened in someone's life. And sometimes when I'm looking in, in an eye, I might say, oh, <laughs> did you have back surgery or something going to hurt your back? And they're like, how did you know? Like, oh, I didn't, but your eye does. And it, you know, I can see it in your eye. So that's kind of, that's kind of interesting. It's kind of fun to I don't mean to freak people out when that happens, but it definitely shows that the eye is a map to what's going on in the body, and it's really, really fascinating. So definitely, um, you can utilize this. You can teach your kids, and I'm gonna now give you some resources if you want to continue to learn um, more about this. I I think the iridology chart is fascinating. I'm gonna give you two sources now. There's a a more basic, and I feel easier to read from Vector Mind, V-E-C-T-O-R-M-I-N-E. Um, Victor Mind, Vector Mind has a, a basic iridology chart, and it it's easier. I feel like you can teach your kids from that one a little easier, um, but as they get older, they can probably look at this other chart, and this is the one I utilize. It's from Nutritional Resources. And it's a more detailed eye chart. These are very inexpensive. I can't remember. I think maybe they're under $12. They come laminated and uh, they're fascinating. And you can, um, 
look at books. There's a dictionary of iridology at Barnes and Noble, $15. It's a study guide, uh, to learn more about iridology analysis skills. And it's a dictionary designed to assist people who are just learning um, to observe markings and textures in the eye. I, I will say it's great to have an iridology lens. And I, I was looking for a resource for that and I couldn't find one. I, I got it years and years and years ago um, in natural med school. And I just use a small flashlight and an iridology lens. But I recently ordered a whole... A whole mapping um, iridology lens where you just put this device over the eye and it takes a picture. It's really cool. And then it sends it to your computer and I can see it on the computer. And that was more. That was closer to $400. But considering I use it all the time and I would love to have the things, you know, the pictures to utilize and save in people's charts. But, you know, for those people who get really into it, you may want that too. But, uh, but a magnifying glass and a, a small flashlight will do the trick. Uh, if you, uh, if you just want to start out, uh, another book that I really like is modern iridology, a holistic guide to reading the eyes. It's $25 at Blackwell's and, um, it's a practical, um, accessible, insightful hand. It's like a handbook for, uh, on reading the eye. I'm actually going to tell you what the publisher synopsis said, cause I thought it was really good. It says the human eye is a blueprint of the body's genetically inherited strengths and weaknesses, a comprehensive health profiles that allows one to make informed dietary and lifestyle choices that fully support your unique constitution. The book's a guide to often misunderstood subject, a practical manual that can be easily and used easily used by medical professionals and interested enthusiasts alike. Complete with high quality photographs, charts, detailed case studies, the book's um, should be a staple for everyone uh, who wants to learn more about this. And it takes a holistic approach on the subject of iridology, um, the physical, emotional perspective as well. And it allows the reader to examine the iris and make confident assessments as well as formulate individual herbal dietary lifestyle interventions based on the information gleaned on their fascinating eye. Pretty cool. So that's a really good one. And I just want to recap that with iridology, there are many, many benefits. You can learn a great deal of information from looking at someone's eye. So it can be quick. It can be painless. It is painless, uh, but it can be very quick, no intrusion. And quite often, you know, just like a, a mom puts her hand on a child's forehead to feel if they have a fever, you can glance into their eyes. I mean, so sweet to look into your child's eyes anyway but you can also be helping assess their health at the same time. It can help um, with the overall awareness of your health, your child's health, and preventative care. You may see something in their eye before there's even a, a, an outward symptom. It can allow you to take action early, make lifestyle changes to ensure that they stay healthy. It also gives an understanding of how the organs interact with each other and how your body systems function as well as determining root causes of some of these health issues. You're not just chasing symptoms. You know what's going on in the body. The body's telling you. It can also help with specific knowledge to the organs and the systems in your body that aren't performing correctly. 
I hope you'll utilize these tools to start looking into iridology. You may find yourself looking at people's eyes more often. It's kind of funny. Sometimes I will be watching a movie and I'm like, oh, that person's got high blood pressure or something silly. And I just like, uh, my mind is always trying to find ways to help people. And uh, you may be doing that too, as you learn more and more about iridology, but it's definitely a wonderful tool for yourself, for your family and to teach your children. So don't be shy, dig right in and you can use some of those resources and you can start right away. It's actually a really fascinating way to, uh, to learn how to analyze what's going on in the body. A sincere thank you for joining me today. Join me in the weeks to come where we will continue our Mama Bear series with a variety of amazing, healthy, loving mamas. Just a sneak peek of one coming up, a super mom who she and her husband and three sons were led to become a foster family their journey is incredible and wait to hear about the precious children they fostered and then later adopted. I won't give too much away. Their struggles and victories through faith are heartwarming and encouraging. Another uh, wonderful interview to look forward to is with one of my dearest friends. We've raised our children uh, together and even uh, raised our children together apart, living in different areas. And we are going to talk about cultivating sibling bonds. It's going to be amazing. I look forward to each day with you guys, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And this is where we will learn and continue to grow in the realm of natural health.